0: Welcome to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green, where you'll discover actionable strategies to help your student to reach their academic goals, to excel at standardized testing, and to plan for the college admissions process painlessly. And now, here's your host, Dr. Stephen Green.
1: Hey, hey,
2: everybody. Steve Green here. Let's get our TV music going. I apologize. I worked right up until the start of the event tonight. I just got done working with the student. So I didn't want to shortchange that. And uh, i little bit behind in my schedule. I apologize. But we're going to make it happen here. Education Live Thursday night. Every Thursday, 8 p.m. We've got a great guest tonight, Patty Lou. You're going to really like her. You're going to like some of the really interesting discussion we're going to have. Let me just get into a couple housekeeping things really quickly. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to play the theme song again because I'm feeling it today. Number one, this happens every Thursday night, Education Live, and uh, it, it's, it's going well. We are, we're having some really excellent guests. I've got guests lined up already into December. And even summer to January, we're going to cover so many different topics in the education space. Uh, Tonight, we got sports. Last week, we had nutrition. Before that, we had college admissions. We've got psychology coming up. How do you deal with uh, uh, IEPs and accommodations? So this is going in a lot of different directions. But the thing that's bringing it all together is about helping families, about helping parents, and about helping you to help your children to maximize their education. And that's our goal. It's always been the goal, always will be the goal of Education uh, Thursday Live. So, hey, I want to welcome some of our leaders. Ron Shapiro, thank you. One of our great sponsors, educationbyentertainment.com. Check out Ron's company. Uh, If you want to learn and have fun learning, Awesome. Just some great things. I've done some stuff with Ron. He's sort of giving me a little dress rehearsal a little bit on some of what he does. And it's, it's pretty cool. So Ron, thank you for sitting in. We got, it. we got a nice crowd already. Appreciate it. Okay, let's just talk briefly before we bring in Patty Lou about some of the things going on in the education space right now. About two-thirds of the students I'm working with sorry, are still on the virtual education. About a third have some combination of live and hybrid for the most part people are struggling with virtual clearly I want to say this I'm not criticizing anybody I'm not criticizing teachers or anybody I'm just saying they're struggling you know you can get help and one of our sponsors the success community check it out www.makethegrade.community it's there to help you parents students families and it's there to help. It's about support. It's not a competition. This is about helping your kids do the best that they can. <clears throat> and it's going to be going on for a little bit of a while. It's early October. We may be in this situation until spring, maybe even June, in some way, shape, or form. So plan ahead. You know, I talk a lot about the five structures. One of them, support. And you got to know where you're going to get your support when you need it. Anyway, another thing I want to talk about very quickly is... Uh, I had a person uh, who called me, and they said, "Listen, I'm well. I'm paraphrasing, but my kids working really hard. They're doing the best they can. They just can't, just plain can't sit there for six hours a day. In school, it's different. They get up, they walk around, they go to lunch, they go to study hall, they walk around the halls, blah blah blah. But it's a good student. He she is a good student. They just can't deal with." timetable of it and uh, that's it so you know here we go hi Beth welcome great to see you hey, this is good we got some we got a lot of people in the house here already so anyway the parents said to me how can I take keep her motivated at a motivated student they just physically can't deal that well with what's going on with the live event and I said look just break it up. Do what you have to do. If she's got to get up every 10 minutes, take a little walk around the house, fine. A lot of people have wireless earphones. They can still hear. Not everybody does. I get it. But I think the point is we're at a point right now. I'm going to go out of limit a little bit here and say, we need to do what we got to do to maximize and make sure our kids are getting the best that they can. Teachers do what they can. Parents got to do what they can. <clears throat> Students got to do what they can. So what I told her was, look, just just let's plan breaks. Get an 80-minute class. That's a long time to sit still in a classroom, let alone online. I'm both, right? So we do what we got to do. Plan breaks. Be active. Take walks. Do jumping jacks. Do push-ups. Whatever you got to do. But you got to keep yourself alert, and you got to just understand this is how it's going to be for a little bit. So anyway, okay, without any further ado... My guest tonight, let's bring him in, bring her in here. Sorry. Hi, Patty. How are you?
1: Um,
0: I'm good. Can
2: you hear me? We're not, we're not getting your sound here. Can uh, Make sure your mic's working.
0: Can
2: you hear me? Hang on. There you go. Say something. Uh, there it is. Uh, Hello, Patty. How are you? Let's try it again. Patty, how are you?
0: I'm good. Can you hear me?
2: I can hear you now. My okay. bad. Yeah. Um, I had the pleasure of interviewing Patty on the Make The Great podcast about three weeks ago.
1: Yes.
2: Wealth of knowledge. Wealth of knowledge. Podcast is out there, Make the net. if you want to check it out, but this is not about the podcast. This is about live, trying to bring you some value. So let's, uh, let, let's start this way. Patty uh, Lou, Driven to Peak Consulting, that's the name of your business, right? Yes. Specialized in helping athletes and the athletic idea. So why don't you tell... As a way of introduction, uh, let's just tell everybody. You know, who are you? Who, what are you? How are you? Why are you? Where are you?
1: <laughs> okay.
2: How'd you get into what you're doing? You know. So let's let's introduce yourself to the public out here. Go ahead.
0: Okay. Um, I'm Patty Lou. Um, I was born and raised in Richmond, Virginia, also known as Henrico, Virginia. Um, how did Driven to Peak Consulting came about? Um, It goes back to my roots of my childhood days. When I was a, a kid, my first exposure to sports was watching Michael Jordan of the Chicago Bulls win his fifth and sixth championships against the Utah Jazz. Ever since that moment, I fell in love with sports, and I knew from that moment on that I wanted a career related to sports. Fast forward to my teenager years, I watched Tiger Woods play golf seeing him play golf inspired me to try the game trying the game meant taking golf lessons well in the process i became aware of athletes wants needs frustrations and fears because i experienced them all luckily i had that golf teacher provide me that non-judgmental and safe environment to honestly discuss my struggles not all traditional sports coaches do that i was lucky enough to have one fats Forward to, I knew that I was majoring in psychology. So therefore, since I wanted a career related to sports psych, I decided to pursue my master's related to performance in sports psychology after undergrad. And in December of 2017, my friend and master's degree classmate who already started her own performance and sports psychology business convinced me to do the same after a year and a half on my own, I hired a business coach to clear out my messaging to help me niche in because for the year and a half that I was on my own, people couldn't associate Driven to Peak Consulting with a target population. So I had to niche in and have a simple way of explaining to the typical person out in society what I, what I did for a living. And in October of 2019, we started working together. And then December of 2019, she was like, all right, Patty, woman, it's time to pick your niche. Do you want to work with entrepreneurs? Do you want to work with people in the area of exercise performance? Or do you want to work with athletes? And then I was like, if I was on my deathbed, what population can I not live without myself trying to help? And that was athletes. So in December of 2019, I started I focused my business on helping high school and young adult athletes overcome the mental blocks that prevent them from improving their performance and achieving their goals. I take on younger athletes on a case-by-case basis, and here we are 10 months later.
2: Whoa, okay, that's a lot to digest, right? <laughs> yes. Let's, let's break it down a little bit, Patty. Let's break it down a little bit. So you grew up, mm-hmm. you were inspired by professional athletes right yes and that motivated you to try to choose that uh to go into this as your career right yes um would you say are there any let let, let me ask you a question and this is off the kind of off script but Okay. okay who would who would be an athlete right now i mean you mentioned michael jordan iconic athlete right yes who would be an athlete today that you might draw the same motivation from and it, you know, just I don't know. It doesn't matter what sport. Okay, uh, um, okay,
0: LeBron James.
2: LeBron James. Okay, in basketball, right? And what is it about him that you feel is uh, exemplary? Let me use that word. Uh, you know, a, a, you know, a motivator. You know, obviously he's a great athlete. Nobody's going to question that. Whether you like him or not, the guy can play basketball. But uh, what is it about him that you think sets a good example or uh, kind of brings the right energy to the table?
0: Um, The fact that he's been consistently great for so long since coming out out of high school, he's been consistently great for so long that um, the NBA has kind of taken him for granted because he's been so consistent that even Mm. his great stuff, people seem to think that it's ordinary.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. You know, the people who are so talented, and it isn't just in basketball or sports, they make it look so easy, Right that people think it must be so easy to do. But meanwhile, you know, to do what these people do and these athletes do, and it's not just men, it's women also who are at that level, it is so far beyond with someone like myself. I mean, I was actually a decent athlete growing up, but I wasn't anywhere near, you know, professional sort of level. Let's uh, look, the the purpose of tonight um, uh, is, the purpose for tonight is to try to give parents... And uh-huh. students, anybody who's on or listening, whenever it is, live or later, things that they can take away to help them on their personal journey, right? The percentage of people who are going to become professional athletes is small. I don't know, whatever, you know, for every thousand people that play mm-hmm. high school football, only 10, whatever, go to college football, and maybe not even one of them goes to pro. But here's the idea. So what would you say are the benefits of learning about sports psychology, in sports psychology techniques, mental skills that people can learn. And it's it's stressed right now because a lot of these people are mm-hmm. athletes don't even have a season to play, right? So if you're the yeah. person who's usually a, a football player or a, a field hockey player, and they're used to being balling, you know, so to speak, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the fall, and now they're like, ah, what do I do? I want to go mm-hmm. out and play, and I am I can't, or I, I'm a team, I have nobody to play. So what, what's still, still sports are still a beautiful thing, right? In the pure yeah. essence... Competition is a good thing. Sports is a beautiful thing. So in your mind, Patty, what's the benefit of still staying with it and and being true to your your mission?
0: Well, um, I would say, um, especially right now, sports psychology is a huge benefit because it helps keep your children mentally engaged in sports. It gives them something to um, help them improve, improve as athletes. They can improve, as athletes learning sports psychology skills, it keeps the, it keeps them involved in sports, and it also helps them use their extra time wisely. That's, you know, normally preoccupied by you know attending games and playing in games.
2: So it's the process, right? Is there some yeah. specific advice uh, you would give a, an athlete who may be a little bit frustrated? Let's just say I'm gonna I don't want to put words in their mouth, right? But you know, who's maybe upset or frustrated because they wanted to play, um, but they can't, but, but still they can still get a benefit out of this time of year. Right.
1: Yes. So what
0: would well, you say to them? Okay. Um, because right now the schools that have canceled the fall season, some of them are aiming to play in, in the spring. Well, what are you going to do between now and sp- now in spring? Yes. You need to attend a mandatory, um, workouts, you need to attend the mandatory practices. But besides that, what else are you going to do to um, improve your athletic performance? Well, um, like a common issue that athletes face is performing as well as they did in competition as they did in practice. They have trouble transferring that magical performance from practice to competition mm-hmm. while sports psychology can help you produce those same magical performances during competition as you did in practice
2: and can you get into how that can actually happen because this is what you're basically mm-hmm. going to do right this is yeah. your service right is, is to get yeah. a child or an athlete who can do it without the pressure yeah, yeah. i'm gonna let you describe it but What's the secret? I mean, without giving away the shop, right? Yes. What's the secret sauce? Is it a mental thing? Is the physical thing? Is the combination?
0: Um, How does it, it work? I I would say it's a it's a combination of, of both. Like With the mental, maybe they've messed up before in a situation like that. And it's the fear of messing up again, that when they get to that situation, that they constantly focus on, I'm going to mess up. I'm going to mess up again, rather than I'm going to do it correctly. Well, they also need to make um, practice more game-like. I mean, most likely they are already making practice game-like, but we we need to increase the level of game realistic situations and practice those situations that they have trouble executing.
2: Is there something like a specific exercise that people could try or, I mean, it sounds, it doesn't sound like that hard of an idea, right? Yeah. Like, okay, let's just keep practicing. Like, uh, let's just use tennis for an example.
1: Okay.
2: So somebody plays great in practice. They go into the, you know, is it, is it, um, something you can say to somebody like, okay, when you're in a game, make sure you do this. Or is it just the sheer, um, uh, like, like, focus somebody could have
0: well i could say um find a youtube video that mimics the crowd noise Ah. that mimics the crowd noise that mimics the um shot clock that they now have at some tur- tournaments not all tournaments mm. have, have them but some major tournaments do
2: interesting I me and tennis they oh, tennis yes hmm. so basically we're trying to simulate the, yeah. the real situation, so to speak. Yes. So here's a question for you. And I'm going to just say this sort of rhetorically as a parent.
1: Okay. I'm a okay. parent.
2: <clears throat> I have a kid who's an athlete. How can I help my child to improve their athletic performance? Is there something specific that I can do as a parent?
0: First, uh, um, I think first things um, first. Sometimes um, your kids don't know that you enjoy watching them play, so make sure that you d- inform your kid, no matter how old, how how many times you've said it before in the past. Make sure that you emphasize you enjoy watching him or her play. Um, ask ask your children. Um, what is one thing you can do um, each and every day that will help you perform better whenever sports resume? Hmm.
2: So it's just a support. You you want the yes. kids to know that you're giving them support, right? Yes. Um, but let's let's shift gears a little bit because it's hard. Okay. It's 2020 October 8th. Okay. We are. Every, I don't think there's anybody in the United States, maybe in the whole world, who hasn't been at least partially impacted by this whole COVID thing.
1: Yeah.
2: So as an athlete and as a student, we're seeing this with virtual classrooms, sports maybe happening, maybe not. Um, a, as a parent, and you're, let's say you're concerned about how COVID is going to affect your kids' athletics. Okay. Uh, how how do you address that is is there you know it's just it's just something that happens is it something we can take advantage of it,
0: it, it, what's well, the
2: advice to parents you
0: you can take advantage of this time and focus on the mental side of sports um parents and athletes always focus on the physical side um, related to staying game day ready however they neglect the mental side yes they know mm-hmm. that it exists but they neglect the mental side of sports which is what i specialize in helping with
2: so let's explore that a little bit patty okay <clears throat> mental side is it uh it's focus right yes mental strength fo- but how focused. do you develop that let's talk about this because i think this i'm on the academic side right Yes. I work with kids, to help them with tests, help them with SATs, blah, blah, blah. And it's a similar thing. I get a lot yeah. of kids who, when they're working with me, I know they know the material.
1: Mm-hmm. I
2: ask them, I quiz them, you know, we work, I know they got it. <clears throat> Ooh, and then they go into a test and they don't get the same results. And it's not the same as being in an arena with sports, but in a way, there's some parallels, I think.
1: Yes. Yeah. So
2: let's talk about um, maybe some of the things that break down with kids that they're unable to do in the live setting and maybe some workarounds or some things that you might be able to help or at least suggest? W- where would you go with that? Because I think this would be great information. What do you think?
0: Okay, I th- uh, it's definitely performance anxiety, the mm. pressure of the situation, the focus, the confidence. And it's really confidence is is a big thing right there. The fear of failure the fear of letting their coaches down, the fear of letting their parents down. And you can see the same thing with the tests. It's the um the performance anxiety, the confidence in themselves that they can actually get the answer right when it's when when they are taking the tests. Hmm.
2: Huh. What uh what do you think causes this? Is this I mean obviously this is not that uncommon, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I'm i sure at some point everybody in their life has had some sort of uh, anxiety or I don't know clinically, but like yeah. just some sort of concern about how they're going to do in a, in a more pressurized setting. Uh, but, but is there something you see and when you deal with your clientele and the people you help that that's just a common cause of why this happens? Is it just trying to please people that they love or is it is it more deep rooted than
1: that?
0: Well, a, a common theme that I see is the fear of disappointing their parents, letting their mm-hmm. parents down. They fear they free of that. And that also plays a big role in them developing the perfectionist thing, hmm. the pressure, the pressure to win, the pressure to get an athletic scholarship, the pressure to balance um, school and to do well in sports at the same time.
2: So it comes back a little bit to what we were talking about whatever, ten or fifteen minutes ago, which is the parents showing the support for the kids. Win or lose, we're behind yeah. you, right? Yes. Um what what would be day to day, right? I mean, look, sports is a grind, right? Mm-hmm. I, I love I, I played tennis when I was growing up. I played tennis every day. But I reached the point sometimes where I <laughs> I don't want to play tennis today. But um it, it, it how what percentage of the time maybe should a person be or an athlete be working on their physical side of the game versus their mental side of the game is is it you know cut and dry sort of thing or is it as needed should they be doing like i don't know whatever meditation or something an well, hour a day or, you know, what's your recommendation well, here?
0: I, I would argue that uh, the amount of time they put in the physical, they also need to put some time in the mental. I'm not telling you to um, neglect the physical aspects of sports and not practice and to mm-hmm. not attend your workouts, do those things, but also take the time to focus on the mental aspects of sports and helping yourself, and helping your own athletic performance by focusing on the mental side of sports.
2: But is is there something specific that you can share with people that they could do this? Like, w- what is a way somebody could do this? And, and I know this is what you basically do in your yes, in driven to peak, right? In your in your yes. consulting, uh, is is it is it a meditation sort of thing? Is it a, a, a I don't know, positive affirmation sort of thing? Is there a technique you can share without kind of giving away the whole store here?
0: Uh, yes. Um, I would I would say um, just um, make sure that uh, your routine includes getting away from sports mentally. I mean, athletes know how to get away from sports physically, but sometimes they go into shock mode at how surrounded their life is. In sports, when I tell them to get away from sports mentally, I mean no sports talk, no sports-related activities. Do whatever you need to do that's not related to sports. That's fun and relaxing.
2: Is this something you would? Is this is the same advice you would give, like LeBron James. Is this the same advice you would give a a, a professional athlete? Yes. Yes. Hmm. Interesting. So it's 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 a question of balance. Yes. You got, yeah. you got the time you're intensely into your sport. You got the time you, in the same intensity, you have to kind of relax. Yes. Now, yes. students have that built in because they still got to do their school, right? They yeah. still got math and history yeah. and you know, whatever, English and Spanish and French and whatever else they're taking. Interesting. Um, okay. Let me, ask, let me ask you a question. I'm going to look at, uh, we got some questions we thought about, but um, th- would anything you're saying, Patty, change depending on a sport a child chose to play. Like if someone was playing golf, for example, would your advice differ compared to a student who was playing a teen sport, say like basketball or football or uh, soccer?
0: Well, with individual individual sports, you don't have to deal with um, problems related to teammates or problems related to the locker room.
2: Yeah, that's, that is, or, or, but do you also miss the camaraderie side? Yes. 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 You got both ends of the spectrum. Okay. But, but would your advice about, um, you know, sort of taking a break as it as it were, be the same, like they still got to get away from it and, and kind of clear their heads. Yes. Hmm.
1: So
0: that when they return, they are more into it and fresher.
2: What, what, what would you say, uh, and again, uh, this is the Make the Grade Education Live Thursday. I want to welcome everybody who's out there and listening live or in a recording. Patty Lou, driven to Peak Consulting. So happy to have you here. We're talking sports. We're talking sports. This isn't sports radio. We're not talking about you know the Eagles win or lose. We're talking about uh, how to, as an athlete, maximize your potential. As a tutor, I so often talk about how does a student maximize their academic potential, and I'm seeing some parallels here already. Um, let me ask you this. Um, what what could a person expect? Let's say a person decides to engage with a sports performance or enhancement coach like yourself.
1: Okay.
2: What sort of results should they expect? Maybe uh, not the next morning, but...
0: Yes, yes. It's not going to happen overnight. No, I it's a process, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm sure, but... What sort of things could they expect reasonably to attain over some period of time?
0: Um, More confident, more confident children, less family drama due to not arguing um, Mm -hmm. with their parents over their sports performances, less pressure, less stress, Um, your children having a game day routine that they can rinse and repeat time and time again, which will help them perform well on the day of competition, performing well in practice and competition, and Mm -hmm. a higher chance of achieving their goals. For example, a college athletic scholarship.
2: So let's talk about the scholarship. Is there any uh, predictable formula? You know, obviously, if a person is like the state champion in something, probably the scholarship's a lot easier to get. But for uh, uh, most athletes, uh, what's your advice on seeking scholarships?
0: Perform at your best consistently, Mm -hmm. and, and you will hopefully get the results that you want. Put in the work when you're away from the competition site so that when you enter competition, you are ready to go.
2: Is there anything specific you could counsel people on? Like, I don't know building relationships with coaches or, uh, things like that? Is there some technique that, that might, whoops, sorry. My watch is talking. Uh, is there some technique that you might be able to share with, with uh, parents or athletes here might help them?
0: Um, yes. Um, you can't control the results. You can influence it. You can't control the outcome when it comes to competition. You can Mm -hmm. influence it. What you can control is your preparation, your effort, and the time you put into practice.
2: It's like the old saying, you know, some people, you can't outwork some people. You know, they get up early, they get in early, Mm -hmm. they're out late. Hmm. Uh, Are there any maybe case studies or examples of Student athletes, or that you've worked with that you, you want to talk about, or you want to share?
0: Yes, um, yes, I'm yes, I'm currently working with a ten year old basketball player. Hmm. Yes, and He's probably taller he, than me.
2: I'm yes, five, yes seven. I'm full grown. Yes, He's probably six yes, two already. Go um, ahead. Tell me about it. Can yes. you dunk the ten year old dunk?
0: Yes. Um, before yeah, we started working, <laughs> I together, can't even touch
2: the room. Go ahead. Sorry.
0: Yes. Tell tell us
2: about the mm 10-year-old.
0: Before we started working together, he didn't really enjoy practicing. I mean, Hmm. he loves the game, basketball. He loves the game. However, he didn't really enjoy practicing, and he wasn't having fun with it. Practice was more like a chore. He dragged it, even though he loved the game. And then after we started working together, like after the third session, something clicked. He really enjoyed practicing and he was having fun. He told me the following week.
2: What do you think made that? It's, this is, this is just a mental thing, right? (laughs) What what do you think caused that change?
0: Well, um, I got him to use, um, the the video game as an education tool, the NBA 2k game. I was like, let's use the video game to help to help you. Um, let's play NBA 2K more. Um, let's not play Fortnite as much. Can you at least spend at least one week trying to try playing NBA 2K more and see what happens? And then when he was able to replicate some of the some of the moves that he did in the game in real life basketball, he found it fun and enjoyable.
1: Hmm.
2: So the value of watching the game was to see examples of mm-hmm. I don't know what the word is basketball move or a, 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 a drive or whatever mm-hmm. uh, that players were doing that now this player is going to try to emulate. Yes, interesting. Wow. Hey, again, Education Live Thursday. We are here every Thursday, night 8 p.m, a variety of topics, all about education. all about education. Uh, and tune in, check in. You can always watch the replay in the resource community, WWM make the great. Actually, I'll put it in here so you can see it. Make the great dot education. So if you're watching live, you already know that, but if you aren't, you might not. Patty, um, what would you say to a person? Uh, I'll give you my, I'll tell you my own story. You know, I grew up, I was, a, I was a good athlete. I wasn't, you know, I knew I wasn't going to win Wimbledon. Okay. Um, but you know, th- I reached a point where I said, you know, I kind of got as good as I've gotten. Um, you know, I, I felt like the amount of work I would have had to do to get significantly better wasn't worth the work it would have taken to get there. Because I, I basically had reached, you know, my own personal athletic peak. So what, 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 what you know, look, athletics is a grind. You could play the same sport fifteen years, right? um 20 30 years um what would you say to motivate a student who kind of hits a plateau you know maybe they're working they're working hard mm-hmm. they're putting in the effort they're doing whatever they got to do and they just they haven't made a breakthrough you know how do, how do you keep them motivated because i think this would also apply to a lot of other things but what, what what's your advice
0: here Well, plateaus are part of the process of getting better. And sometimes when you hit that plateau, um, your plateau might not have been the previous plateau because you might have improved and you might not have even realized it. where your plateau that you hit is actually a high level plateau. And um, a lot of people would do anything to be at your plateau level.
2: But, 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 how do you keep somebody motivated? They're like, you know what? I'm only gotten so good. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to get any better. Uh, how, how do you, you know, as a sports coach, counselor, you know, you, you got to kind of kick these people yes. in the butt a little bit, right?
1: Or, yes. or at least keep set them moving
2: forward. You know, how, yeah. how do, is there some way you could share that you can do that?
0: Yes. Um, I would, I would help them set new goals. When they hit a plateau, sometimes it's related to them. Um, basically accomplishing the goals that they have have set out for themselves. They need new goals to um, get themselves motivated again. Mm -hmm. Um, Other times they hit a plateau. It's because they don't get enough rest and relaxation mentally, Mm -hmm. physically away from the game.
2: How about, I I only got a few more questions here. We're going to wrap up pretty soon, but um, in sports and in life, I suppose, there's always a peak moment, right? Like the yes. state championship or the, a big yes. tournament. How, how would you counsel uh, an athlete to try to build up to that peak moment? Like, you know, you got the regular season, right? And, okay. and the games yes. are obviously not unimportant, but the playoffs are more important, right? Yeah. And then you make it through the playoffs. Now you got the, I don't know, whatever county championship and regional championship. So, you know, it's going to get, the stakes get higher mm-hmm. and higher, right? So how do you, how do you, is there a different preparation, or a different mental message you want people to have when you have a higher stakes game versus maybe a kind of run in the middle, more mundane kind of competition.
0: Well, um, I well when they were winning to get to the peak, to the uh, peak game, what were they focused on? Um, before the peak game, I would remind them that to focus on the things that they got them there. Don't shift your focus to like put on the superhero cape.
2: Hmm. Which so is basically like, basically do what do what you did to get to where you are.
0: Yes, yes. <clears> keep <throat> doing those things because it's working. Don't shift your focus when it is working. Because sometimes athletes, they have – they from the first quarter to the third quarter, they have one mindset. And then the fourth quarter, they shift their mindset. They want to be that superhero that wins the game Mm -hmm. for their team.
1: And then they put so
0: much pressure on themselves to win the game that they messed up – that they mess up by not paying attention to the little things.
2: Well, I think – look, I – there certainly is a certain amount of ego in sports, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like like a very shy, timid, reticent person is probably not going to be a great athlete in a public setting because there has to be a certain amount of outgoing um, extrovert, you know, really, you know, like LeBron, the Michael Jordans of the world. You know, they loved being in front of crowds. Oh. They love the yeah. cheering and they love the uh the accolades and the, and the admiration of the crowd. So there, there's, there's a, an ego piece to this as well, right? Yeah. Cause you know, winning obviously feels good. Competition feels good. I think human beings are naturally competitive uh, species, right? So um, yeah, I don't think we can completely separate out just the idea of, of wanting to win, you know, just the drive mm-hmm. to want to be as good as you can. Um uh, listen I thought this was great I, I really appreciate you coming on is there anything you don't want to tell people let's tell tell people how to get a hold of you what's your website Do you okay. want to share your email uh, okay. go for it
0: yes um, my website www.driventopeakconsulting.com my email pattylou at driven all mm-hmm. my social media accounts are driven to Peak consulting as well.
2: That's that's uh, I love the branding, very consistent. You couldn't yeah. have got a shorter name, <laughs> DTPC or so, Driven to Peak Consulting. That's like four hundred letters there. But hey, yes. So listen, if you want to reach out to Patty, please do. Do you have anything uh, you got coming up or an event yes. or something um, you want to plug?
0: Yes. Um. On November on November ninth, I will be launching a free online challenge five day online challenge how to stay game day ready this will be especially good for high school athletes and anyone aiming for a college scholarship um who haven't had exposure to sports psychology before and want to try sports psychology you get five consecutive days of training with me on how to stay game day ready now
2: when is this
0: it starts on November
2: 9th. November 9th. And how would somebody register for this? They would go to driven Yes. Beautiful. Well, listen, if you have questions, uh, all you got to do is comment. We will see him. You see him flashing something. Look at this. Thank you, Patty. Thank you, Ron Shapiro. Meg Campbell, is that a friend of yours?
1: Yes. Yes.
2: You want to say hi to Meg?
0: Hi, Meg. Make Thanks her famous. There's
2: 4,000 people watching this right now.
0: Really?
2: Yeah, I, I don't want know? you to get nervous. So I, you know, I kept. Oh, I had no
0: idea.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying. I didn't want you to get nervous, right? We got a, uh, yeah. But um, all right. Listen. Uh, Education Live Thursday. Patty Lou. Drew and P Consulting. Com. Next week. Next week, really good guest again. I mean, I think they're all good. They all got their own strengths. Carly Myers. Carly has a company called Stress Less Company. Pat, you should tune in for. I think it can help you too. And she'll help, you know, I think you can work together actually. She teaches people how to just reduce their stress, how to cope with just the anxieties of the world. She's got a great personal story. um, But she's really just uh, got some really good technique. Uh, We're here every week, the week after that. Let me see who's on the 22nd. Honestly, I don't remember. I probably should have apologies. I know, I know. Uh, oh, Samantha Freeman. Yeah. Uh, expert in executive functioning. So th- there's a, you know, a lot of people coming on here that are really solid. So join in, tune in. Hopefully you can all see it live. If you want to make comments, uh, just, uh, you know, hit into the comments and we'll see them here. We can uh, do it. Patty, I'm going to give you the last word here. Anything you want to uh, just say to the adoring public out there?
0: Yes. Um, the difference between me and a sports psychologist is mm-hmm. A sports psychologist helps individuals with mental health and performance issues. I only focus on performance issues.
2: I got it. Okay. So um, thank you for that differentiation. I want to thank everybody that tuned in. S P E D Homeschool, great to see you. And uh, Ron, Beth, Meg, your fan club uh, there, Patty. <laughs> uh, Steve Green, make the grade, Make makethegrade.net. So it's all scrolling across the bottom here. I put the last one up here. So let's wrap it up. Patty, again, thank you very much. Check her out. Driventopeakconsulting.com. you want to get a hold of me, makethegrade.net. This and all Education Thursday Lives are sponsored by the Success Community. This is your one place to get support academically. doesn't matter what grade you're in. doesn't matter what class you're taking. It's all about actions Students, parents can take to help their children with their education. www.makethegrade.community, The success community. So we're going to be back at you next week. Check us out on the social media. pay hey, last thing, you got a Facebook page or something you want to you want to tell everybody about?
0: Yes, um, my Facebook page is driven to be consulting. I also have a Facebook group for parents, for athletes, for coaches. It's called Peak Performance Athletes. Awesome! You know what you need
2: to do? Come into the community, post that in there. Let's get some engagement, get some questions, and we'll roll from there. We're going to see you next week. We are up against our time, but I appreciate everybody's interest. Let me get, let me get the, uh, let me first of all, big hand for Patty. Yeah, about that. Hey, the fans—that's that's the four thousand fans out there cheering for you. And uh, you did a great listen. You, you, you got a great service because there's so many people that need what you have. I'm gonna start our uh, theme music here, and we're gonna roll it out. So for the last time, Education Live Thursday. Steve Green, my guest Patty Lou, Thank you, Patty. Thanks, Patty. We'll see you next week.
1: You've been listening to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe. For more resources and support, please visit
0: makethegrade.net.